Welcome to The People of Canterbury Baptist, a podcast where we meet the people of Canterbury Baptist in Melbourne, Australia, hear their stories and explore ideas relevant to our church and community. My name is Stephen and for today's episode, let's conclude our chat with Russell. Russell, mate, welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Ah, thank you. Let's dive into more of your uh, of, of your passion and your heart for uh, for service, um, mm-hmm. and but also I'm interested in uh, just learning more about your connection with Canterbury Baptist Church. So, how, how about we start there? I guess the first question I've got in my mind is, how did you end up coming to Canterbury Baptist Church? <laughs> we grew up in, uh, as I say, Box Hill. And I got married in Box Hill. Uh, I went to live in. Um, um, we lived in a uh, an apartment or a unit in. Um, in Blackburn, um, and then we built a house um, in Vermont. So I attend. I, we attended uh, as a family um, the uh, Mitcham Baptist Church, yeah. and then um, uh, I was transferred in my uh, in my job down to Tasmania. So I went to, down to Tasmania, um, and uh, attended the. Um, the Hobart Baptist Church, uh, and, and Frank Reese was the uh, the minister there for most of the time. Oh, wow. he, uh, I was there. Um, that was uh, prior to his Whitley days. Mm. Um, and then uh, uh, five years down there, which was fantastic. It was a, just a wonderful time because uh, Hobart at that time, and it probably still is a very safe place. So we had uh, every confidence in um, our children. Our three boys, you know, moving around and and, and the uh, the city and and so forth. So and then we came back and uh, I bought a house in um, in Surrey Hills and um, um, <laughs> uh, Elise's mother was still attending Box Hill and um, she wasn't that keen to to go back to Box Hill, not for any particular reason. But you know, we'd we'd done. Know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I convinced her that we should probably go back to Box Hill and uh, which we did. Um, and and then um, I I just wasn't sure which direction I was trying to um, encourage uh, the church to go into a particular project and and there was a bit of reluctance and so forth so I uh, I made the decision then to um, um, go down to Canterbury uh, which we did so we we became members of Canterbury and uh, um, and um, I'm still there yes so. Can I put a rough timeline on on that? Do you know roughly how how long you've been attending Canterbury Baptist Church? Uh, it would be in excess of twenty years. Yeah, um, easily. Yeah, certainly in excess of twenty years. Yeah. And so you've been here twenty years, though. So, so something must have kept you here, I guess. Now, as as, uh, as you're speaking to the congregation at Canterbury, and I guess you you got a chance to reflect on your twenty years here. Mm. What is it about Canterbury that you actually appreciate? Uh, what is it about the church that you value? And I guess why have you stayed for twenty years? Well, um, we felt comfortable with uh, with the people. Um, one of my best mates is, uh, as you probably know, is Keith Chessel, Keith and Helen, and um, I actually got them to the to the church. Um, they uh, they came a couple of years after Elise and myself uh, started attending Canterbury, uh, so I I had a good mate or good friends in Helen and Keith that were there. Um, I enjoyed uh, um, the ministers, uh, um, you know, the preaching, the the um, the corporate nature of um, of uh, worshiping with um, other 
like-minded people and and people that um, I'm friendly with. So it was uh, quite it was a nice comfortable um, feeling if if I could put it that way mm. of worshiping there. If you could speak to the to the congregation of Canterbury and say, hey, you know what, you know, um, what's one vision that you might have for our church? that you would like us as a congregation to hear? Is there a particular vision or a particular idea or a particular value that, that you consider to be particularly important for a church to hold on to? Well, I'd, I'd love to see um, the church do more in the community. Um, and I'd like to see the church venture out into the community more. I think we – look, it's no criticism, um, um, Stephen, but – I think we're an inward-looking church, and and that's that's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I I've got no problem with people coming along for an hour on Sunday morning and then going off and 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 doing other things in in their week. I mean, um, I think we should a, a church should accommodate all styles of people in their worship. Mm. I haven't got an issue with people coming along, walking in spending an hour in church and then um, going off into their week and doing the same. Um, I think there's there's other other members of the community and in which I'm one that uh, would would rather be out in into the community. Um, in fact I'd love to be you know worship in the park across the road uh, oh, yes on a, on, a, on a Sunday morning and, and be vis- visible yes. um, so that's that's the only thing. Um, but that's okay. Um, I mean, I uh, I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to beat any drums or or anything of lo- of that nature. So um, I mean, there's churches and there's churches. So I do love your 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 out, your, your outward vision. It's one thing I've I, I I heard from you almost the very first time we t- we uh, we chatted, mm-hmm. and uh, it continues to be a part of your vision of church that continues to challenge and inspire me. For you mm-hmm. yourself, you've. You, you really have a community service heart, a community service vision, and is it fair to say that the place that you probably express that the most is in your connection with Rotary? It is. It is. Um, just, just for the sake of of some people who may not be aware of what what Rotary is, do you mind just explaining to us what Rotary is? Well, Rotary is a um, a worldwide uh, community organisation. It started over a hundred years ago in um, in America, where two guys got together and. And said, let's start a, a Rotary club with uh, certain values, and and let's see if we can't uh, um, do things in the community. Um, and that's what it's done for over a hundred years. And now there's uh, now there's uh, Rotary clubs, um, you know, just hundreds of them uh, worldwide. One of the really good things I like about Rotary is, in recent years, since the mid '80s, uh, Rotary set out to eradicate polio. Um, and 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 with the help of the um, Bill Gates Foundation, they they contributed. Um, I mean, I think they put in dollar for dollar. So in other words, every dollar that Rotary raised, uh, they matched it. And and due to that effort, um, R- Rotary has has eradicated um, polio in the world. And in the last twelve months, there was only two known cases of polio. Um, and and I mean I'm just I'm just so proud um, to be a member of Rotary just knowing that fact alone. But that's only one um, good thing that Rotary has done. Um, it continues to do just wonderful things uh, in 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 the community um, and in the world. So how did you get involved in the first place? 
I was asked. I was asked by. Um, I was asked by a um, a guy that um, I knew in in the insurance industry, um, and I uh, I first joined um, Canterbury Rotary, um, going way back to you know early eighties, um, and then as I mentioned earlier uh, in part one, uh, we moved to Tasmania for five years, so I joined the Hobart Rotary down there, and then uh, when when I came back, uh, when we moved back to uh, Melbourne. I reconnected. Um, I reconnected with Canterbury again, and then um, in recent times, because I now live in in Q, um, I joined the uh, the Q Rotary. Um, can you just give us a flavour? So you've been involved in Rotary since the early eighties. Can you just give us a flavour? What are some projects or community facing activities that you've been involved in through Rotary? That you're really quite proud of as as you look back on, but 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 a more personal experience that that you've had. Um, well, uh, look, there's just so many. I mean, they, they're not they're not um, major things necessarily. They they're just um, they're just small things. Like I remember um, one year Rotary had a theme of uh, paint your paint your heart out, and um, we just identified a, a house in the community that this little old lady lived in and, and we painted her house over a weekend. Um, but, I mean, it, it, it could involve um, providing food for um, the less, the marginalised people in the community, um, helping weeding their gardens or providing a, a, a barbecue, which uh, Canterbury does for servants. Uh, once a month, um, just small things. But then again, um, you, um, a lot of um, a lot of the um, clubs um, do uh, um, international things as, as well. I think one of the one of the most notable things that um, Canterbury did was to um, to do an eye screening project. So um, a, a bunch of the members would go to the Philippines each year. And uh, we would partner with uh, a, a Rotary Club in the Philippines and make it known that um, we were coming there to do eye screening. And um, um, the members, the Rotary Club members that went on those uh, trips each year, it was held, one, we did it once a year, uh, we would, we would uh, get some basic training on uh, eye screening. Um, and then um, we would be in a position to identify the issue within the person's eye. Um, so some would go off and get glasses. So we would collect glasses, uh, reading glasses I'm talking about, uh, during the year. Um, so some people would get glasses. Some people would be shot off. We did it in conjunction with the Christian Blind Mission. So some people would go off and um, have operations thanks to the Christian Blind Mission, you know, cataracts and all that sort of stuff. So and that's that was a that was a wonderful project and it still goes to this this day. Um, and we do something similar in Kew as well. We um, in um, in Timor. So there can be um, annual projects uh, we, that have a community flavour, or there can be annual um, annual projects that that have a international 
community flavour as well. So they're just they're just small things. And I actually think that's really important though, because you know um, we can hear stories of of the work of Rotary, for example, in helping to eradicate polio, and that's a that's yep. a massive and important project. But but you know mm. you have the Bill Gates Foundation, you have you know uh, you have you know people with billions of dollars contributing to it. it you know the scale of it feels you know it's a, it's a great project, but the scale of it feels beyond us. It doesn't feel like something that 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 us here in Canterbury could necessarily no. involve ourselves with. No, no, but, you can't. But those smaller, more local things like painting someone's house uh, yes, or, right. you know, or or providing enough funds to buy some sausages and some food for a monthly yeah. barbecue for for, yeah. for the servants' ministry that is run out of Canterbury Baptist Church. Yes, yes. These might look on the surface to be quite unimpressive, but they're actually things that deeply touch the lives of people. Well, they do. It, it, yeah, they do. Um, and, I mean, uh, in the main, we're talking about um, – privileged uh, people within our society and and I mean uh, I live in a you know what's considered to be a very nice uh, suburb of Kew you know it's what called the inner, leafy inner city um, inner Melbourne um, suburbs but uh, I could um, like 50 meters from uh, my front door here is a, a men's a men's rooming house um, where um, men who who are um, you know uh, less privileged and just haven't got a, a home to live in, well, that's where they live. And and uh, one of one of our members, uh, uh, flooring industry, carpet industry. He he, uh, there's about thirty rooms in that house. He he carpeted them, mm-hmm. uh, renewed the carpet in each of those rooms uh, in just in the last twelve months. Um, so, so some of our members just do wonderful things uh, individually, um, but other in other instances we do it as a group. Do you see your work in Rotary as an extension or an application of your faith in Jesus? I oh, certainly, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I see, um, I see my, um, uh, I see um, um, my church life is where I get my spiritual nourishment. Um, and, and that's important, and 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 I and I enjoy that, but I see uh, my rotary is where I can put my Christian faith into practice, and and interestingly enough, uh, it it attracts quite a few Christians. I mean, I think we've got a very healthy number of Christians within uh, Q Rotary, so there's 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 obviously a number of Christians that think think the way I do, in as much that uh, Rotary offers a vehicle to. Uh, to be able to uh, do some good in 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 the community and help your fellow man. Now, as I understand it, you're the president of the local branch, is it? I'm the, I'm the president of Q Rotary uh, this year. Um, every year we uh, we change presidents. It happens uh, um, in the last week of uh, June, so there's always a changeover. So, and that that uh, that's a standard practice within Rotary. So, so yeah, I'm I'm privileged to be president this year. So I should have started calling you El Presidente for this entire interview, I think. Oh, not necessarily. (laughs) Not necessarily. Um, I understand that Rotary is currently working on a project, which I think you'd be interested for us at Canterbury Baptist Church to hear a bit more about. Would you like to share that? Well, yes. um, We're doing some work um, in the Aboriginal community um, in uh, in the Northern Territory, um, Australia is uh, one of the few places in the world to have what's known as trachoma, and trachoma is a um, um, uh, um, 
an eye issue. It, it, it's to do with uh, uh, not not people not treating their eyes as uh, as preciously as, as as they could. It's a bacterial thing in the eye, and if if it's left to um, fester, if you like, um, it, it can cause blindness. Now, as I say, um, most countries in the world have eradicated trachoma, even third world countries. But here in Australia, we, it, it's it's still quite prominent, um, primarily in Northern Territory, a bit in South Australia and a bit in Western Australia. So uh, we, we've, we've entered into a project along with another uh, a number of other Rotary Clubs where we're trying to um, improve Aboriginal health in in this area um and and it's all to do with um hygiene and cleanliness so what we're doing is uh, producing little kits they're um, a little bag sewn sewn up uh, with cotton material uh, and within those bags we we put uh, soap toothpaste toothbrush a washer um and and, and everything to do uh, little um uh, little pro- uh, products uh, to do with um, helping them um, improve their own hygiene and cleanliness with regard to their face and eyes, and hopefully uh, we give we're giving these out to school children, um, secondary school children in this case, and hopefully that will set them on a path of um, of being more aware of uh, hygiene and um, doing something practical to uh, prevent uh, it happening. Uh, with them, do you have a goal of, of how many of these packs you're planning we're, on making? We're we we've got uh, we're in the uh, we're in the, we're now sewing up the uh, the kits. Uh, we involve other organisations like um, uh, the particular lady member of my club that's uh, driving this project. Uh, she's quite she's uh, does some work in the scouting movement. But she's uh, approached the girl guides to see if uh, the girls uh, would be interesting interested in sewing up these um, material kit little kits, um, which they'll do. Um, other members uh, of our um, of, of of my um, Rotary Club are, uh, are sewing them up as well. And then uh, we're also uh, we've got a very close relationship with Chemist Warehouse. Um, and other um, and other companies that make uh, you know toothpaste and so forth. So we we call upon them to um, help fill up these kits with the um, with the the items that uh, that need to be put in there. So um, it, it 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 can involve um, other other organisations in the community. But I just see it as just a wonderful. Uh, practical way we can we can help our um, our brothers and sisters in the Aboriginal community um, improve their um, as I say improve their uh, um, their concern for their for their eyes and 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 so that they don't deteriorate to um, a, a stage where they they go blind because of this trachoma. It's called trachoma. So, if there were people in Canterbury Baptist who, who who would like to contribute to this or help out in some way, how yeah. might they be able to do that? Well, um, we're going to start off making fifty. So, how how hard would it be if? Um, Look, we've got some um, people. I don't want to confine it to ladies because who's to know? Uh, we might have some men, men in our um, in our church community that sew uh, or knit or or do other wonderful things with their hands. But I mean, 
all we have to do is say we need 50 um, little um, bags, these bags. Next Sunday morning, what say every one of us bring along a cake of soap? How hard would that be? Yep. And then, and then the next Sunday morning, we all bring a um, a tube of toothpaste. And then the next Sunday morning, we bring a, a toothbrush. And then, how many? How many would we'd have more than fifty? Wouldn't we yep. each Sunday? Yes. So there you are. Within about three or four weeks, you've got all your all your um, all your product. You've probably got um, uh, some ladies in the congregation that have uh, sewn up the bags. Um, and then the next thing, the only other thing we have to do is get 50 men or some men. Their job is to put the items in the in the little in the bags. And then um, I would I would sponsor the um, the shipment. So. Um, that's all it takes. It's good. It's not, it's, it's not rocket science. It's uh, very simple. No, it's not rocket science, but it does take a person with vision, and it does take a person with passion, and it does take a person who can who can just put the word out there, see the opportunity, see mm. see a way to respond, and present mm. that vision to the rest of us. And Russell, mate, you are that person. So I really appreciate your heart and passion. Now, of course, that the reality that we're in at the moment is that we are currently in lockdown, yes. so the yes, so, we so we can't meet. Or we aren't we aren't able to meet live on a weekly basis. Mm. But for those of you in Canterbury Baptist Church who are hearing this, and if this is a project that uh, that that has awakened something within you, go, oh, yeah, no, absolutely, I can contribute. You know, one or even more than one uh, yeah. tube of toothpaste, to, uh, toothbrushes, and uh, some cakes of soap. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm happy to sew up some some little bags. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to yeah. pack these things. Yeah, and Russell, okay. mate, uh, everyone in, in in the church has your contact details, and so um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll be open to receiving a direct communication. Well, that's right. I mean, I can, I can, um, you know, I can organise it. I can, um, I, I can run with it, um, and, I, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure I'd uh, receive the support of uh, most people in the church because, uh, I mean, as Christians, we've got it's in our DNA um, to do good, mm. um, and uh, so it's just following through with the. Uh, what's within us to um, to want to um, um, do some good. Uh, in the community um, and help our fellow man. Mate, I can't think of a better statement with which to, to draw this conversation to a close. So just let me say how much I appreciate you and I appreciate your heart and I appreciate your focus on community service and your awareness of the needs and, and your willingness to step out there and meet those needs. So thank you also for taking this time just to share share something of yourself and your heart with the rest of the congregation as well. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for inviting me. And thank you to everyone who tuned in to listen. This podcast is produced and presented by Stephen Field on behalf of Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email cbc at canterburybaptist.org. If you are a member or regular attender of this church, how about you get in touch with Russell directly and thank him for his contribution today. Theme music is the song The First Step by Andrew Naylor from his album Two Stones. The album is available wherever you purchase or stream your music. Join us next time as we continue our chats with the people of Canterbury Baptist. Baptist.